Hey guys, this is Thomas Brown, and welcome to the Thomas Vision Podcast. I'm a filmmaker currently based in Atlanta, and this podcast consists of conversations with the professionals I meet along the way. Hey, what's going on, guys? We have another podcast for you. Thomas Brown here. We're here with Jerome. He's a photographer, newly venue owner, and well, the venue is three, uh, 5380 mm-hmm. Studio, 50, right? 380. 5380 5380 Studio. That's the better way. 5380 Studio. So 5380 Studio started about two years ago. So a little backstory about Jerome and I is that we shot a wedding together about four years ago. And about two years after that, Jerome was helping me out with one of my couples. We were shooting on the goat farm. And he said, Thomas, we're about to close on this building we're buying. I'm like, what building? And he's like... We're about to start a venue. And um, I'm like, awesome. So it has been two years. So Jerome texted me about a week ago and said, Thomas, venue is here. (laughs) And he said, I would love if we can get on your website and be like, uh, you know, prefer a vendor, you know, just to get the venue some attention. And I'm like, Jerome, I got something better for you. I got a podcast that I just started. You know he scared me. (laughs) <laughs> and um, I want to get you on it. Yeah. And so we're here now in this venue, 5380 Studio, and I'm so excited. But um, let's talk about life first. Let's see how things going in life. Wow. Life has been crazy. I, I have to admit, life has been crazy because when we first got this venue, um, everything was good. Um, I had a day job. Yep. Most people don't quit their day jobs before they start into their entrepreneurial uh, vision, but um, I got laid off. And I kept saying to myself, and I must have put this out there in the universe, and my wife's told me, don't speak stuff like that because it'll happen. I said, I will never leave this job unless they get rid of me. They got rid of me. (laughs) I dumped all my time and efforts into this building, and that's what she told me to do. She told me, you know what, don't go back to work, put all your efforts into your dream and make it happen. And now we're here. (laughs) I wanna talk about being a photographer first. Okay. It's not an easy decision to be like, I'm gonna make my own venue, especially after you've done so many weddings as a photographer. You know how much work it takes. You know what the industry is like. Yes. So let's go back to your photography career. So you had a full-time job. Yep. What were you doing? Um, I was a network. And that network engineer. Okay, okay. Yeah. We well, you know I was working for 10 years, so mostly it was mm-hmm. like IT and then it was yeah. consulting after. So I know exactly what Cisco, you did. Cisco, Juniper, yep. that's me. So yeah. you were doing that. How many mm-hmm. years did you do that? I did that, wow, from since I was out of the Army. I worked for AT&T. I worked for T-Mobile. Okay. I worked for Sprint. <laughs> and that was like all of our clients at yeah. my last job. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, because I was working for Ericsson. Mm-hmm. So we were the oh, ones oh, who yeah. I worked helped for you guys too, as well. integrate <laughs> all the systems for AT&T and Sprint stuff. Yeah. How did you you get into photography then were you always into it or did something happen now I was always into photography um I started when I was in the service I was on the other side of the camera when I got out of the service I was modeling for a while okay. but which was All like right. nobody for knows the YouTube that people, I choose you can see. not to even bring that up I, I, I apologize for even saying for the that. YouTube people you can get a look at Jerome real here but I modeled for a while okay and then I loved the photographers mm-hmm. I just love what they did I love how they just tried to bring that essence to 
what they wanted you to what they wanted to see yes. out of you know uh, their pictures, and that was back in the film days. So once digital came about, which made it a lot easier for me to learn to, to do photography. Being on the job, I was out in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Got my first camera out there. Just started shooting, and from then on, it became my passion. So from there. Met a couple of other photographers, and I was telling my wife, I love photographers because every photographer that I've run into has always been able to just say, hey, do this. Just shoot it that way. Take a look at it this way. Nobody ever held back giving information, which I loved about photographers. They were always friendly. You might be shooting this the wrong way, and I took that advice, and I ran with it. So one day, a photographer, uh, RCI Photography, he brought me in as a, just a, a second shooter. And that, from there, just blossomed into, like, you're going out to shoot your own wedding. I got two booked. You got to go shoot it. I'm like, what? (laughs) And after that, I fell in love with it. And wedding photography was my thing. I love it. I loved dealing with the people. I loved, actually, I loved even the excitement of just being nervous. I get nervous when the groom is up there sweating. And (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God, is he, you know, is he ready? I got to shoot this. I got to capture this. And I love capturing every essence of it. So that was my thing. But then the venue came into, um, just into that. And How many years have you been doing photography before you decided to do the venue? Oh, yeah. I'm kind of jumping ahead of myself. Um, 15 years I've been shooting. Okay. Since then. Wow. So it's been 15 years. And just shooting off and on. But like I said, I was so locked into my day job that I didn't want to take it on full time because mm-hmm. I was just nervous to branch out. So, you know, it took a while before that happened. And I, I still was nervous before I even ventured on to other things. But that was it. It just, it, you know, just trying to get past that and just trying to be nervous and worried about the family and things you got to take care of. That it just became, I don't know, uh uh, growth, natural growth, I guess you could say. Yeah. So, how many years before you pursued buying this building did the idea come into your head to get the venue? And then, how did that idea, like, what made you say, I want my own venue? <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, <laughs> I watched a lot of Shark Tank. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, watched, I watched a lot of um, The Prophet. Mm-hmm. And all that, you know, spawned that energy to say, I got to do my own thing. I got to do my own thing. So after watching all those shows, I'm going to honestly say it took two years. And I, I, I have a great friend who believed in my passion, believed in my dream, just as my wife did. And he was like, let's do it. So I do have a partner in this. But when when I bought that, I didn't think he was going to do anything about it. It's just like, you know, me telling you and saying, hey, Thomas, I'm going to get a building. I said the same thing to him. Let's get a building. We went out and got a building. So, and here we are. So it was maybe two years before, you know, once we started. Just personally, that's a short amount of time yeah. to have a dream and then to make it a reality. Because me, when I left film school and went to recruiting, I had said like every year I was going to get back into film. Yeah. I'm going to do something in film. And I just didn't know how to get started. Yeah. It wasn't until, uh, and some of you may, I'm not sure if I mentioned this on a podcast or not, but I found out while I was at Erickson that I have a, a brain tumor. And so uh, it's benign, so okay. it's not cancerous, but, uh, you know, it's a pituitary gland tumor. Yeah. And I decided 
after that that life is too short. Yes. And I was making really good salary. Yes. They're doing really well. But I talked to my wife and I I said to her, sweetie, I have been saying I'm gonna get back in the film mm-hmm. for all of these years and I haven't. And this sickness that has come upon me has showed me that life is not guaranteed, tomorrow is not guaranteed. Yes, so yes. I want to pursue film. Yes. And now let me, let me tell you what's so funny about this. The it might have been like the year before, the Christmas before that year, mm. my in-laws bought me a camera, like a regular like camcorder, because I, you know, always talked about film and how I wanted to get back into it. And I had made all these family films that year leading up to it. So then when I told them that I was leaving, you know, my, you know, steady company to go and pursue film, and it was YouTube, that's what I was gonna try to pursue at first, uh, YouTube, um, they were like, really, you gonna leave your job and stuff? And they must have been thinking, man, we should have never bought them exactly. that camera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but it took me 10 years to get back to, you know, pursue something that I wanted to do. So two years, yeah. my whole point is, I think two years is really fast. And I think it's awesome that you, you know, went after it. Now, was was there any kind of guiding force that helped you? Like, was your wife kind of pushing you? I think to... God actually yeah. was, you know, and I always say, I got, I got major faith. I live by faith. And I think God just, he brought all this thing yeah. into fruition because, you know, you, you have dreams. Mm-hmm. You know, you dream about it, you think about it. But to put the pieces in the play mm-hmm. and yeah. to ask the right people and it just comes mm-hmm. and they believe in it just as much yeah. as you do. Now, of course, I had to present the numbers yeah. to make it make sense. Like, can we make money off of this? And yes, we can. And how I mean, quickly. Too, yeah, and yeah. how quickly you can if you do it right and you do it well. So that was our thing. We just wanted to give great service to people that can't afford that big blown out event of some sort. So it could be anything, but we just don't want to, you know, try to hit you in your pockets for you to have a great event. And that's our thing. And that was always my thing, even as a photographer. I'm not going to hit you in your pockets to shoot you. I'm going to give you some great pictures. I'm not going to hit you in your pocket. You're going to feel comfortable. We're going to be able to vibe together. And guess what? That brings upon uh, that transition. So they'll go out and they'll tell somebody else. They'll tell someone. They'll tell someone. And that grows your business that way, organically. So that I like better. Because a lot of times when you're charging a big rate, you have to pursue a lot of people to get that big rate. But when you're just charging a a nice amount that people are comfortable with, Mm -hmm. they'll tell the next person and the next person. And your business grows organically as opposed to oh man, I gotta go out and find clients. You gotta find clients that you can afford you. Whereas I, we don't really have to because they go and they tell their friends that, hey, this guy's reasonable, this guy's great, this guy gives great service, yeah. and that's what it's all about. And that's what me and my wife believe in. We give you great service because after, at the end of the day, you're gonna remember the service. Yeah. And since you mentioned your wife, mm. How big of a, I guess, a factor was her help in making this, your dream, come to reality? Wow. I, I can't think of enough. I can't think of, I can't fathom the words to put into what she's put into this place. It's, when it came down to the paperwork, um, just the know-how of trying to, you know, work through the hurdles of cities and, yeah. and, and zoning and all that type of stuff. My wife was there. She designed, decorate 
I was more of the muscle. I pick yeah. things up, you know, mm -hmm. I move things, you know, I do for photography, I do what I know, but my wife does what she knows and she knows a lot of things. So I entrusted in her that she was able to, and even my partners, they entrusted in her to get us going. And why don't you tell us a little bit about that? I mean, you don't have to go into like, you know, really specific details, but uh, how is that process in getting, you know, rezoned, you know, and working with the local, you know, government mm. to, you know, get a venue up? Like, what's that process like? What's the time frame on that? Like, how is it, was, is it a hard process? Well, in our, in our situation, we, we're in Stone Mountain, Stone Mountain Village. And they have their own government, so to speak. Mm -hmm. They're incorporated, I believe. Yeah. And what happens is you have to go through their rules. It doesn't apply to the Cab County, mm -hmm. who's the county over Stone Mountain. They have their own set of rules. So no matter what the county or the state says, they dictate their own rules, which we did not know. Okay. So we, we were aware of some things, but we didn't know those things. So once we um, figured out all the situation put it this way once we figured out everything that needed to be done we got it done now there were some hurdles that we had to go through because yeah. we had to get rezoned because we weren't zoned properly so people before you go out and buy a building or anything then you want to start a business make sure you're zoned correctly for that business otherwise you won't be open in that business and that's the things that we've learned um just just those hurdles that we mm -hmm. had to go through, um, that's what basically um, taught us a lot, made us um, just, um, I guess, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just, you know, just make sure that we have everything in play so that we can get the building open. Tell me a little bit about uh, the venue. So you're definitely going to have like weddings and receptions mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. So ceremonies and receptions. Yes. It's a historic building, you were telling me? Yes. It's a historic building. Yes. What are the kind of before we kind of talk into all the different type of events you're going to hear, like what are the benefits and maybe drawbacks to having a historic building? Uh, the benefits are, <laughs> well, we didn't see any benefits really <laughs> to having a historic building because what happens is the city controls a lot of the things that are going on the outside of your building. You're fine to do anything inside, but you can't do anything outside. So once it's over 50 years in Stone Mountain Village, that's their rules, you cannot trans, you know, transform the outside without their permission. Okay. So you need to go to city council. you got to wait for when that city council meeting comes up, and then basically they have to approve that building. Okay. So you have to bring all your plans, have everything in order, all I's dotted, all T's crossed. They'll decide what they want, whether they, you will or they won't let you do what you want to do. <laughs> so basically that's what it is. It's like a homeowner's association for your building because they're trying to keep the historic aspects of the building uh, alive, I yeah. guess you could say. Yes. Okay. So back to events here. So I've looked around the venue, you have a downstairs, you have an upstairs. So downstairs is pretty much going to be what? Mostly, downstairs is mostly our uh, event space. So you can do all your weddings, you can do your birthday parties. We have a uh, 2,500 square feet of space. So you can just come in, uh, we have a photo booth, we offer photography, we offer everything that you want. Just the downstairs, 2,500? Yes. Okay, just wow. Just downstairs. Yeah. So, but it's actually 5,000, but it, you know, you got your yeah. bathroom, we have a kitchen mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But 2,500 square feet to do what you want to yeah. do with, yes. That's awesome. Yes, we also have upstairs, which is 5,000 square feet, and that is 
office space. Um, we have a lounge. We have um, a conference room. Uh, we're going to start doing podcasts, hopefully. Yeah. And um, we talked about that. Maybe possibly <laughs> bring in the Thomas Vision podcast here just so it's in one place. Yes. I can keep the camera set up. Uh, what it, it took yes. us about like 20 minutes to get everything like, uh, set get, up. Have the seats set yeah, up so the people yeah. just come in, sit down, sit and down do their thing. And go. <laughs> So that's the dream of upstairs. So we can get that going. Once we get that going, it'll be memberships uh, that we'll have working out of that space as well. And we, we expect it to be beautiful soon. So yeah. within the next maybe 60 to 90 days, we should be complete. Yeah. But the downstairs, from what I've seen, is, is done. Yeah. The downstairs is completely yeah. done. Upstairs, they're still doing a few things, but it looks really, really nice. Yeah. So people can have weddings here. Mm -hmm. They can have um, like ceremonies, weddings. Mm -hmm. They can also have corporate events here. Yes. Yes. As well. And yeah. what else? I didn't even cover that. Uh, corporate events, training events, um, book signings, birthday parties, anything you can think of. We have flexible space. So and then upstairs space. What can people rent the upstairs space? I know you would kind of talk to me a little bit about that with people being able to rent the upstairs, the upstairs space once it's done. Yes. What can they do there? Well, when Thomas comes back okay. for the full viewing yeah. of the place... We hope to rent out our conference rooms. We have some also some pod areas where people can come and work if they don't want to work at home. They can just come here as flex space as well. Uh, we also have a lounge area, and we also have a couple of offices that are for rent. So if you guys are looking to rent an office outside of your home, you can rent them here at 5380 Studios. Um, we're basically a local uh, Stone Mountain Village uh, company, but we're trying to bring in people from other companies to work out of our space. So, um, yeah, and like I said, downstairs can be anything you want. As long as it's within reason, <laughs> we can uh, definitely uh, accommodate. Uh, we'll definitely come back in another video, either on this channel, like the YouTube channel, or my other Thomas Brown YouTube channel, and do like a tour, like once you're completely oh, yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. I think people will love it. We also have a 700 square foot deck. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen that so, outside. Yeah, yeah, so, you know. What do you envision? When it comes to like maybe we that would be cocktail hour maybe cocktail hour we wanted to do also some brunches Sunday mm -hmm. brunches you know women's uh, league things um, also just decorating it up and having maybe some concerts out there so we're looking to do a, a lot of different things hopefully as a photographer since you've been doing photography for fifteen years now was that all event photography um, uh, fifteen years of that oh, photography no. I've shot everything um i've shot events i've shot models mm -hmm. i do headshots i do um uh, right now uh the big thing now is i'm doing um more of a branding okay branding shooting so it's basically awesome. branding your business and just going out and basically what they say about social media is you have to feed the beast that's what i call it the beast yeah. and you got to feed the beast so what i do is i try to assist those businesses into feeding the beast with some professional work some professional content and we go out we um shoot i shoot different businesses every month and we just go out to different locations and just have a photo form professional awesome. photos. yeah <laughs> what are some things after doing weddings for so many years that you wanted to have in your venue that you weren't you wasn't seeing in some other venues me my thing was and i, I was telling my wife and my partner i was like listen we just want to Again, I'm going back to service. Yeah. And I've noticed like going to a lot of event spaces, they kind of have somebody that's in charge. You wind up paying for that person in charge. My wife and I, we get so intertwined with the uh, couples or we get anybody that's doing anything here, we get into them. So what they want, we try to envision. What they need, we try to give them. 
uh, if they need a hand. Okay, uh, there was one wedding that I did here. We had to go pick up the hairdresser. We had to go pick up the cake lady. We did that. And, you know, these people forgot. <laughs> yeah. Or literally, you know, we had to go get the bottle openers. Yeah. Anything that you need, we try to provide. Where most venues wouldn't do it. You it's more to... of a community exactly. kind of exactly. feel. Yeah, that, that's yeah. awesome. So we become a part of the family for that day. Yeah. And we make sure everything is done. And that way you don't have to worry about that. Are you okay is most, uh, one of our biggest questions that we ask our clients. Are you okay? Even on your day, are you okay? Do you need anything? Do you want us to do anything? Just to make sure that you're fine and you're flowing. And that's what you want. Now that you have the business, will you be doing still as much photography? Uh, that, that's a good, that's good, a good question. That's yeah. a very good question. Yeah. I found myself not wanting to do photography anymore. It, only because on that day, I handle so many other things. You know, I'm clean, taking out the garbage, you know, things yeah. like that, because you have to run your own business. I, you know, we just started, so I don't have a staff. So I find myself, if I'm shooting <laughs> and taking out the garbage, yeah. you know, things like that is... No, but will you still shoot tough. when you outside of the venue? Uh, shoot yes, things? Yes. Well, I know you said you have your branding. Yes. Things where you still shoot events outside uh, of the venue? Uh, events, or? not really. Not really, uh, okay. Yeah, because the venue will, hopefully, God willing... Uh, will take on a lot of uh, my photography and just my time. Yeah. So I, you know, I would love to, but it would be more of my side thing yeah. and the venue would be more of my passion and my business. So I would just be more serious in the business of this. Where can people find more information about your venue, like Instagram, Facebook? Like what What are the handles? Is it, uh, you know, 5380 Studios yes. on Instagram? Yes. yes. So, yeah, simple as that. Uh, 5380 Studios is uh, basically how you can reach us. And you can reach us um, by Instagram, 5380 Studios. Facebook. Uh, Facebook, 5380 Studios. If you want to hit me up, you can just uh, hit me up at Jerome at 5380 Studios. So we kind of made it simple for everybody to kind of contact us. And um, just reach out. Uh, check our website out. We um, have some great prices, and we hope to see everyone come through here. Hey, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed listening in today, consider subscribing to the podcast. See you next time.